Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Pride and prayer. We're going to talk about that today. Because I believe that I was a little prideful in my morning prayer routine when I reflect on yesterday and then the day before. If you remember Monday, I talked about how I accidentally because my alarm was set from the previous week, got up early, had a super long prayer time. I felt so energetic, so amazing. It was like consolations were poured into me, and I didn't plan on doing it. Then the next day, I wanted to be intentional about it. So when my husband got up, He slept until about 10 to 5. I got up, even though I didn't want to. This was the battle yesterday. My eyes were almost glued shut. My whole body had this heaviness about it. I didn't deliver spirits. I wasn't paying much attention, but I did not let myself make the excuses come into reality. They were all in my head come on, you don't have to get up this early. You can pray later. You can get it in. I know you have golf that's happening a little later with your brother and your husband, but you can still pray. You want to get rest for that, don't you? But I didn't listen. I did exactly what I tell you to do, (laughs) right? Do as I say, not as I do sometimes. But this time I heeded my own warning and I flipped my legs out of the bed I lifted my butt off that mattress and I got on my knees and immediately started with my Our Lady of Sorrows prayer, my devotion. Of course, on Monday, I forgot my new addition to my prayers as I wrap up my consecration later on this week to Jesus through Mary, the St. Louis de Montfort consecration. And I picked that up yesterday. So I just did day one. Day two on the Bible in a year is today. So I didn't double up because I don't want to be that person. 
I don't want to be, well, I didn't do it every single day, so I'm going to go do two today. No, that's superstitious to me. So I wanted to deeply listen to Genesis chapter one. I think and two were the first day. Or maybe three and four come today or something. That's the deal. But I know it is about the fall. I haven't listened to it yet on purpose because I feel like today I was prideful with my time. So my husband got out of bed at midnight. Now I've got to figure this out on my own because I have nobody that's going to wake me up. I could have easily turned around, set my alarm for five o'clock and got up. Actually, God had me up at 445. I decided to sleep in. I said, obviously my body needs a little more sleep. So I'm going to stay in bed and I slept until 6.30. Now I got up, went down, grabbed some coffee because my husband was up. The light is out. School buses are running around. The world is awake. And it's a different prayer experience, people. There's a reason why Jesus got up in the early hours, in the dark, to go pray. Before the world got up. Prayer is different when I push it off and I'm not up early. I also feel like half of my day is gone. If you remember, I made that comment about, boy, I feel like I'm in the army. I got more done before eight o'clock than most people get done all day. And I not only got things done and they weren't things, they were prayers. It was humility. It was me giving God and Mary God, the Father, the Holy Trinity, all of my life. And then spending that time in meditation to allow God to change my heart, to allow Mary to change my heart. So yesterday, yeah, I forced myself to get up. I prayed. I still struggled with a little bit of tiredness and shame on me for not being aware, understanding what was going on, and taking action, and delivering the spirits of fatigue and laziness like I did live on the podcast yesterday, where I literally felt a change. I needed to continue to deliver those spirits. I did rally. It was a great time because I asked Jesus to come in. I actually got a birdie. So for those who don't know anything about golf, par is what you're supposed to shoot. That's a good thing. If you go below par, that's called a birdie. One less shot. So I got a birdie yesterday, my very first one. I was so emotional, I cried. (laughs) But before I hit that putt, I prayed to Mary. And I said, Mary, if you want me to get this in, I would love it. And I was nervous. I was shaking. I was like, oh my gosh. And then I just hit it. And it went in and the emotions and I started crying. I mean, it was so funny. My brother and his friend that was with us and my husband were laughing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm crying. But it was really emotional. It was really cool. And I thanked Mary. So I'm not sure if I didn't get up and pray or if I didn't have that, that 
humility in waking up early, even though I didn't want to and offering that to God saying, okay, this is my mortification. Like I want to stay in bed. I had that same struggle today. So I kind of feel like I chose myself and I went with my lower faculties and of course the devil who did not want me to have that morning experience with God, which I'm telling you is different than when the day and the world is up and the sun is shining, whether behind clouds or not, it's so different. So let's look at your prayer life. When are you becoming too prideful? Where you're not humbly giving yourself to God fully. I'm telling you, today was filled with distractions. Why? Because the day's already started. And look, it's nine o'clock and I'm doing my podcast. (laughs) Yesterday I had my podcast, I think, recorded and posted by 7.30. It's not all based on time. I don't want you to think that, but it's a different experience. Again, we're supposed to imitate Jesus. Jesus went up in the early morning in the dark to pray. So let's try to remember when we don't pray the way that God wants us to pray with our whole heart, our mind, our bodies, our soul, then we are committing the sin of pride. Now, because of my consecration, which is going to be wrapping up on Our Lady of the Holy Rosary, I think I'm actually going to be wrapping it up the day before, but I will say my consecration prayers on the actual day of Our Lady of the Holy Rosary, which is the 7th. And I got to get to confession And there are other things that I have to do as part of this preparation. And you best believe that I am going to bring in pride. We should be bringing in pride every single time we walk into that confessional. Because there's no doubt in my mind that you and I are not doing God's will all the time. Just like this morning, I know God wanted me to get up I know he was calling me saying, come to me, resist the devil and he will flee. Draw near to God and he will draw you near. James 4, 7, I have to remind myself of this all the time. And I want to share with you these three days because that's the walk. They were all different. But I'm looking back at each day and saying, okay, I really want to go back to those beautiful mornings because I am a better person. I already told my husband, boy, I really wish I got up early this morning. So I'm letting him know. I'm letting you know. It's worth that extra effort. And then that can become our mortification. We're supposed to be doing three bodily mortifications every single day. Why? Because we're called to be a saint. And that's what the saints did. I'm sure the saints did even more, like wearing hair shirts and 
actually beating themselves. <laughs> like I'm telling you, I'm not there. I'm not going to be wearing a hair shirt. I get a piece of my own hair stuck in my shirt. I go nuts until I get it out of there. I cannot imagine wearing a whole shirt made out of hair. Oh my goodness. But we are supposed to do a couple of bodily mortifications. So for me, I got on my knees and I prayed. My sorrowful mother's devotion is probably about 17 minutes. Usually I can sit in bed. But I got on my knees, uncomfortable, offered that up to God. Later on today, I'm going to work out. This is what I'm going to be focusing on because, again, my body is all about October muscle. So I'm going to do DVDs, all body workouts, full body workouts that I have. And then about a week or two from now, depending on how my body is reacting to those DVDs, I'm going to have to pay attention. Okay, are these good? Or am I stronger than these now? Do I need to up my game and go back to lifting weights? I'm going to take every day as it comes. I'll tell you this. I am sore from playing golf. That goes to show me my body muscle mass is not where I had it. I've played golf a couple of times already this season with no aches or pains. And I was feeling tired and achy yesterday while we were actually doing the activity. So I know for a fact I have not been continuously building upon the muscle that I had built with more focus a couple of months ago. Life isn't perfect. Stuff happens. We get on and off the track, whether it be sin or virtuous living or just this soul, mind, and body journey, trying to pray more, trying to be aware more, trying to learn like a child and transforming our habits into good habits so that we can be a better disciple and a better evangelist. I know my body isn't where it needs to be because I don't have the energy. And I'm looking at my food intake at the same time to make sure that I'm getting the right nutrients and that I'm not starving my body because honestly, I'm not really a hungry person anymore. Yeah, I get a little hungry, but I never get ravenous. And I don't have to have a lot of food. It's a really bizarre change, I'm telling you. It's something that I'm not used to. So the point is, pride can certainly impact our prayer. And our prayer is our offering to God every day. Let's pray. <laughs> Speaking of prayer, <laughs> let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, into our hearts, into our minds, into our bodies, into our souls. Help us to constantly come to you, to think about you all day, to call out to you before we speak, before we act, 
and especially before we start our day. Give us that strength and commitment to start our early mornings with you. Because only then, Jesus, as you showed us, can we be ready for what that day brings, which could be amazing things and could be disastrous things in our lives. We will react to them in a completely different way if we pray early with you or not. So we ask for our pride to be kicked to the curb. And when those moments come for that decision on whether we get up or not, that you remind us of our pride and help us remember to take our pride to confession every single time we go. Mary, please bring us to your son. We ask you as our glorious mother to help all of us out here who are struggling with prayer, with our bodies, with our diets, with our life, with relationships, with everything that's going on. Help us find that peace. We look at you and know that you changed everything in your life to help build your son's kingdom here on earth. And we are so selfish. We just don't even want to change the smallest thing. For the love of God, help us do that. Help us find that currency, that time with him, so that we can be humble Take us to his sacred heart, Mary, please. All of our petitions we give to you so that you can take them to him, make them holy. And we await the graces that come from you and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and God the Father. Help us to run to the sacraments. Help us run to the Eucharist. Even spend time with Jesus in the tabernacle, or in a chapel for adoration. Because we know that with God, anything is possible. And only with God in our heart, and you guiding us and leading us with the Holy Spirit, can we be transformed. Oh, in your name, Jesus, we pray, please kick our pride to the curb. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I've been emotional the last couple of days. (laughs) Just the other day, I just sat and I cried contemplating the word implore. Yesterday, I cry when I get a birdie. (laughs) It was mostly because I prayed before it. To Mary, no less. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm trying to hold it together. I have that quote-unquote gift of the Holy Spirit gift of tears, which is sometimes a curse, I say. But you know what? I would so rather feel the feelings of love 
maybe of regret and shame so that I can change. Do we remember the mirror neuron? We can be that to ourselves, you know. When we have an emotional situation or something emotional happen in our lives, we may be the ones that will change because of it. So when I sit and I reflect on something like the word implore and it brings me to tears, it makes me want to keep imploring and begging God for more help in my life. We can be that mirror neuron to ourselves. These are good emotions. <laughs> you know, I say all the time, grab the emotion, right? Grab that thought. But those are the bad ones. Those are the lies and those are the traumatic experiences and those are the lies that we've been believing. Those I do want you to capture. But the ones that are beautiful and that are godly <laughs> and make us really reflect on our lives are there to help us change. Okay. Get on out there and be love. Kick your pride to the curb. Run to Mary. And run to Jesus and run to St. Joseph and run to all of your saints that help you on this journey. Pray to your guardian angel, which I did not do this time. Let's do that right now. Guardian angel, we ask you to come into our lives, to guide us, to lead us, and to give us God's message. But please be clear and loud. But we also have to be aware and pay attention. So let's get out there and be that love. Pay attention and kick away anything, anything that keeps us from getting closer to God. So I share all these things about my life because that's how it goes. If you think that when you start praying that every day is going to be an incredible, emotional, consolation-filled prayer time, you got another thing coming. But it doesn't matter. We still have to do it. And so that is what I did. I still prayed, <laughs> even though it was tough. Even though the world is calling me to so many other things. That's why when I do it early and in the dark, before the world gets up, I don't desire to look at what's going on in the world yet. That's when the light comes up and I'm done starting my day and offering myself to God. And then I get into the world. It's a huge, ginormous difference. Try it, please. And send me a note. Put a comment somewhere. Send me an email, Kendra at KendraVonesh.com. If you need more intimate help, like coaching, or if you want to use my 40-day prayer video course to learn, go to my website and click contact up at the top and send me an email. Tell me what's going on. I have to shout out to someone that I cannot find. 
She sent me, she attended one of my events, I don't know which one, in September. She sent me a private message in Facebook, but is not a friend. So when I clicked on the private message, I read it, and it was something about her son or grandson having nightmares at night. And then I flipped out of that application and I came back and she was gone. I don't remember the name. I was typing actually a response to say, hey, can we do this outside of Facebook? Here's my email. Or maybe we should get on a call. And I have not heard from her. I've tried to reach out through some posts on Facebook. So if you are perhaps listening to this, please send me an email, Kendra at KendraVonEsch.com. I am not blowing you off. Okay. Look, we ask God to guide our ways, but we got to move our feet. So look at your life and say, I need to learn how to pray. I need to learn how to eat better for me and my individual body. I need to learn how to work out so that I can have that strength, that flexibility, that mobility, and less pain so that I can be a better, more loving, peaceful, joyful person. Ah, all righty, (laughs) sorry. I love you all. I really do. I really just want you to find the best way to start your day. All right, my nose is all filled with snot, so I got to go blow it. (laughs) I love you all. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body, and have a blessed and inspired day.